Hello, hello fellow Tolkieners and welcome back to the Hobbit Hole, where we talk about all the its entertainment, games, movies, books, anything. Fan fiction too. Anyways, so today I'm going to talk about games, like in general. I'm not going to do like in this episode certain reviews like oh Shadow of Mordor is like seven out of ten and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm of course going to do episodes dedicated to certain, to certain, like, games and, like, reviews of them, but this one, like, will, like, be a general overview. So, the games I'd like to talk about today is Battle for Middle-earth 2, Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, and Lego Lord of the Rings and Lego The Hobbit. So now let's start from the Lego games. Lego games are Lego games. They are awesome. They are humorous. They have comedy. And they don't even ruin the story whilst implementing the humor. And their puzzles sometimes are pretty interesting. The combat, the pretty much open world you can explore in The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings Lego Edition, it includes all three movies, whilst The Hobbit, it only includes the first two, so basically Desolation of Smog and, and An Unexpected Journey. I think both games are very good, I really recommend them to play because why not? They're Lego games. Yeah. And. Oh, and by the way, if you'd like to submit any fan fiction, anything you'd like me to read or like uh, say a word, a couple, maybe a bit of criticism about it, but uh, I'm not such an authority to like see if your fan fiction or anything like that is very bad, bad, good. Like that. It is just, it will be my opinion. That's all. Now, resuming to the games. So, the LEGO games, they're awesome. I totally recommend playing them. Especially if you have them on consoles or you have controllers to link to to your computer. If you have them on the computer to play together with a friend, anything like that. It's very cool. Then, uh, I'd like to talk about Shadow of Mordor. It is a very awesome game. It is non-canon. What do you feel? What do you like to think it's canon? Then sure, go ahead. Because it doesn't, it doesn't ruin the story of the ring, but it doesn't. Anyways, it's just, it's just like those DLCs. And might make it more interesting. It's like Shadow of Mordor is like what happening, what's happening in all over Mordor, and that's uh, I think it's pretty interesting because Tolkien did not take a good it, like he did not give us a good view of what's happening in Mordor. Like, wow, the free men are preparing themselves and stuff like that. That's pretty much 
that. I'm saying I think the story is pretty good. Uh, Talia is also a very good character developing. I like him personally the most from the games. Club Rimbor is actually very cool too. Uh, he he just when he it's interesting when he just talks war stuff about Lord of the Rings and Miller stuff like that. Uh, then there's also this very fun character, a uh, Radbag. He's just like a small. He's like a hunchback or who's just who's just like smaller than others because he I don't know why but he always crouches when he walks but but sometimes he he straightens out but still is pretty short compared to a dwarf now that bag he's a very humorous character I love him I also love the missions when you help him become captain and warship stuff like that when you get to kill your first warships very interesting uh, I recommend you to play Shadow of Mourner as well Shadow of War is oh and by the way Shadow of Mourner includes Gollum but Shadow of War gives a better look like Gollum gets more scenery for example when Gollum saved Talion from a troll attack because like he was the bright lord and he was like he were the ring of Kelbrimmer and stuff like that. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm sometimes over repetitive with some words or if I'm just kind of boring. And that's yeah. So let's continue our talk and not sl sl slow this down. So shadow war. Shadow of War is very cool. It's like you have to. As at the start, it's all interesting. The story is interesting, but later it becomes a grind fest. You have to kill captains, dominate captains. Have to just you understand what I'm trying to say here. That there is a lot of grind in the late game. Because if you want to finish the story, it will be a lot of work if you don't use, like, cheats, the cheat engine, where I mean, I understand if you use cheat engine in, well, half the grind, because I myself, I'm too lazy to grind that much, and it's just... The leveling is so slow, and the captains usually be over your level, and you have to shame them, and you just got you, and if you have to shame them, they just be they just become very poor captains, and you like de-level them, and that's just pretty hard, in my opinion. Yeah. So it's the Shadow of War, you must know, it's a lot of grind, if you're going to play it, be sure to keep that in mind. Now, 
The next thing I would like to talk about in this game is Battlefield Middle Earth 2. Now you people who love ga strategy games like StarCraft, then I highly recommend Battlefield Middle Earth 2. And it has even a campaign, both perspectives, evil, good campaign, where you... This is like, you start a fortress, you just start gathering resources, and you start building stuff, you start training, uh, training all your soldiers, and you can win in various ways, like by conquering the enemy, and much more. Um, the, the factions that are in the game is Isengard, the men of the west, then Mordor, goblins, uh, then dwarves, elves, and, um, what's this? Excuse me for one second, I'm a bit lost. Oh, never mind, that's all the factions. <laughs> Excuse me for uh, wasting your time with that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I'm really lacking some social skills here, and I'm just sitting there talking to a microphone and watching this time and the red dot beeping, like, Mine is still recording, don't worry. The time is going, it's almost 10 minutes. Yeah. It would be lovely to have a co-host here. Because I kind of feel lonely. I mean, it's exciting to podcast. But I also feel very, very lonely here. It's just like, I'm sitting here, thinking to myself, what should I say next? Like, I don't have anybody to tell me jokes at the time. So I would cheer myself up and like occupy some more time by talking more, like share stuff. But anyways, all that aside and back to battle for Middle Earth 2. So in my opinion, it was very good. And the faction that I play the most, I'm not going to lie, is Isengard. It has an expensive army, but it's very efficient and it's fast. Also, it has really cool heroes. For example, Lurtz, he's a he's a hero killer. He just he'll just end any hero for you if you need any if you need to end any hero. Oh my god, that was confusing. And uh, Saruman is like is like he's like very OP. When fighting against units, basic units, he's just like wiping all their asses. So, Salman's pretty actually OP when in a basic battle, you just. Salman plus Lurz, you can just. And some, and some soldiers, you can whoop your enemy's ass pretty easily if you know how to. Um. I have actually played a bit of Mortar Faction, but it's pretty weak at the start, and you have to develop yourself. 
which I'm not that kind of pers person. I like Isengard more because it's instantly pretty strong. You just know, you, you just gotta know how to play it. Anyways, all factions are good. You just gotta know how to play them. That's all. So, personally, I think Balfour Middle Earth 2 is awesome. If you have it, go ahead. Tell me we we should play together. One we one one we one anything. I don't care. I it be it be honored to play any of with any of you. All right. Yeah. So that's basically it about the games. Now I'd like to give I'd like to give a quick promotion to two Discord servers. So the first Discord server is the Middle Earth server. The Middle Earth server is awesome. It it has it has a very fun community. The owner is friendly, supportive. Even you're even if you're a sounding chipmunk like me, everybody are very loving, jolly good. There's even a writer group, which you can join. Share your work, consult, maybe get some tips from your fellow writers. Then there, then there's also, uh, then there's also a lot of channels with their certain purposes. Oh, and roles, by the way, depicting who you are. For example, there's a quiz which you can take, and the outcome you get is the role you get. For example, I didn't take the quest because I came earlier and it didn't exist. So I have the Uruguay role because I chose it. But that's okay, anyways. This server is awesome. I really recommend to any of you viewers who still have not joined it, but probably all of you who are listening to this are probably from the server. But yeah. I will, pro I will promote this podcast somewhere else, so more of you hear the, wor hear the word about the middle of Discord server. Second promotion of the Discord server is the Kingdom of Gondor. The Kingdom of Gondor is a server owned by me. It is a mock-up government, sort of, and it has some roleplay elements a bit. And you basically join, and you can choose your path. You wanna be a fountain citadel guard and guard the king, the parliamentars, the royal family. Then sure, go to the knights academy and apply for scholarship. You wanna become a soldier and fight for your nation. Then sure, work for some armor. And report to the conscription center. You wanna be a politician. Then go to then go to political positions. I will help you get into the parliamentary post. Anyways, and this Kingdom of Gondor server is a part of a genre which is basically Renaissance. But they allowed me to like create a semi custom nation. So yeah, I couldn't resist it, and I've also based it in the area of Byzantine, 
because Tolkien himself said that he imagines the series of Gondor Byzantine like he said Byzantine like he said that in an interview so I I'm going to link the discord servers in the description below you can take a look at them now you can not take a look at them now it's up to you really have all the freedom here now what I'd like to say have a nice day and a nice cup of tea.